Hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Welcome to Hey, Julie, a podcast about Big Brother. Oh, no. Fred, you're so sad. I am sad, Danielle. What's going on? I don't know if Queen Elizabeth saw Don't Worry Darling. <laughs> Before passing the golden arches into the, <laughs> into the big, McDonald's. <laughs> the big McDonald's of the sky. <laughs> A big filet of fish sandwich in the sky. I mean, some people saw Don't Worry, Darling. It's I know. Like people at Venice at saw flat, it. Like 30-something on Rotten Tomatoes. I, I just, just don't know. Like, was she aware? Was she aware of the spit? You know, like, I just, I just don't know, you know. I saw a TikTok insinuating that the spit, the fact that a Brit spit on Chris Pine is why the queen had to go. Oh. Karma. Wow. Karma, baby. Wow. Um, Heck of a lot going on. Heck of a lot going on in, I wouldn't say even America. I would say in a Commonwealth um, in America because of absolutely what the hell happened on Big Brother last night. What what an episode. And (laughs) then there was also another hour. Michael's picture on our money going forward. Oh, my God. God (laughs) save our king, Michael. I just, so I texted this to Brett, but like, it was a two-hour episode last night that started at 9 p.m. These are my least favorite kind of episodes <laughs> because it's really like the one hour, which starts at 10, is all you really want to be watching. But it was the worst first hour of, of Big Brother ever and then right. the best <laughs> second hour. We all know I take notes. We all know I take notes. We all know. I yeah. mentioned the notes app quite a lot, oh, quite a bit. <laughs> Twice in the hour, I just had to write, why is this two hours? <laughs> it's, Which it, is, was, I, it feels like a record for me typing, like, why is this even on television right now? Yeah. I mean, I was honestly very upset at like 947. I was like, I can't believe I'm staying awake to watch this. This sucks. Because I also was thinking like I was not feeling good about the way the episode was going to go once we hit double eviction. I was like, okay, Terrence goes home. Who cares? Then these idiots, Michael's going to win HOH. They're not going to be able to get him out. I just was feeling very low, but I was like, everything turned around. Haven't we been doing this in one hour for the last 23 years? Haven't we been doing the double evictions in one hour? It's like you open, you do maybe 10, 15 minutes on like what's happened since the veto meeting. Bang. Eviction. Bang, you, you power through the rest of it. And this, listen, they had possibly one of the juiciest jury segments of all time. You you and I spoke about this. Spoke. You think that the jury segment, obviously it's staged. You think it's more staged than I think it was staged. I think there's a lot to dissect in there. Yeah. Probably not so much because... I think because Michael's gone, spoilers, <laughs> but I actually think that the jury segment, and we'll, we'll tackle things in probably a completely weird order today, but as we always do, I thought the jury segment was pretty damning for Michael. And I was like, literally watching it, I was like, even if he survives the next week or two, I think unless he's sitting next to Brittany, he's not going to win the game now Yeah, because of how the last two weeks have transpired, yeah. which was crazy. I mean, I think people respect him as a really good player, but seeing the reactions of Joseph and Indy and Jasmine was like, oh, wow, he's actually <laughs> hashtag Terrence was right. Like, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, we discussed have last to poison week. The jury, we discussed yeah. last week. Terrence is threatening to poison the jury, and we and I kind of laughed. We're like, "Yeah, okay," but it's Terrence, who like nobody's had really a super strong relationship with all year, yeah. other than Turner. And poor Terrence to leave the Big Brother house and be like, "You know who I like." Nicole and Daniel, those people were all right. <laughs> they're all just they're because they're just all like, three of them are bitches. No, no, Terrence. <laughs> uh, like, you know what? I, I I think not because they're listening to Terrence. I think these people are all like feel pretty like they all have the same concern that Terrence did of like, why are you saying this now? And I was like, wow, I don't think Michael's going to win the game unless he can unless he literally brings Brittany with her with him to the end. So, yeah. Or if he owns up to it, if he had owned up to it and literally said, you know what? You guys are right. I made it into a moral thing when really it was all for my game. It was the most ruthless, one of the most ruthless plays in Big Brother recent yeah. history, maybe in history. And I did it, baby, because I want to win. I don't know. I think some people would respect it. It was that one card he hadn't played yet. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, he was kind of just like, I don't know. I didn't know what to do. It's my fault. Like, and please, you no, know, yeah. vote me out because I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, admitting, admitting fault in it. I wouldn't have known what to do. I, I think any of us would be like, yeah, I would have, I would have instantly gone and told like everyone. No, like, yeah. I don't know. It's like, it's, that is such a weird, such a weird thing on, on Brittany and Michael. I mean, I think I, it was just the lawyer of it all. To yeah. me, it was just like prosecutor Michael. I know he's a public defender, but he just like he's, he's listening for that information. He's putting it in his back pocket because like this happened again last night. Um, and it's not like it was a secret because and I couldn't really make out what was said. But when Turner nominated Michael, he said something like, I'm sorry to put a fellow LGBTQ uh, person on the block and we heard snippets Michael, of the conversation. Oh, Michael was saying you promised not to put another LGBT. Is that what he said? That okay. was Michael because because you came back from commercial and Michael was begging. He was like, don't do this. Don't do this. You promised to have another. I mean, he was saying everything like which you know, we have to get into like one of the ultimate one of the best like goodbye speeches. Blind, I don't even know if you call it a blind side. Like he knew what was happening but like his kind of final moments of like clawing at the game were iconic, Incredible. amazing. My mouth was on the floor. I was, I felt so horrible. I was twisted in knots, but I was like, this is, <laughs> this is what Big Brother is for. Exactly. I was like, now nah, this was worth staying awake. I was so, like I said, I was so mad at 947. At yeah. 1047, I was on the edge of my seat. I was cackling with glee. I was like high on life. I was so happy. I was like, thank God I stayed awake. You normally don't get Danny and Brittany past 10 p.m. Like, mm -mm, mm -mm. We have I, a hard stop. I was peeved. I was peeved last night. <laughs> it didn't overlap with the West Coast, but that CBS had the tenacity to air Big Brother at the same time as the return of the NFL season. So I had to, I had to work so hard to mute like 15 different words <laughs> on Twitter so I could watch the hard. football game on Twitter in peace without getting spoiled. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay, the, the game ends at like 830. I'm like, perfect. It's great. 830, I can dive into the start of the episode. I can just fast forward through commercials. And by the time this is over at 10 p.m., bing, bing, boom, I'm caught up. No commercials. 
Freddie's asleep by 1030. No, no, no. No, no, no. To add insult to injury, it's from 9 to 11. Yeah. It is the 9-11 of timing. <laughs> <laughs> Was I had to stay up That's for another good. half hour <laughs> twiddling my thumbs watching Sports Center of a game I just watched. And then I had to watch all of Big Brother the first hour. I watched everything with commercials. I was I, I so do upset. Love- it's like it's it was like it's it's been 105 degrees in Los Angeles every day for like a week straight. At night, it's like gets down to a pretty cool like 82 degrees. It's like 89 degrees. It's 10 p.m. I'm losing my mind. I'm so upset at CBS because you know why? You know why? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Every fucking week this year, I you know I do not believe there has been other than week one, like the when like Daniel hung from the little thing from the little t-shirt thing and built the thing. Other than week one, I do not believe there has been a live HOH competition. I know that I have a big problem. Other than that, so every week, okay, as a television executive, which y'all are, live entertainment is. The golden goose. It's why people are paying billions of dollars for NFL, for basketball, for baseball, for the Grammys, for Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. That happened in 2022. Live is the key to unlock money in television broadcasting. And all fucking season long, instead of actually, the the reason I mute Twitter on this Thursday is because I'm like, oh, it's the one episode a year where I can actually be legitimately surprised at the outcome and watch the outcome happen live instead of doing what I normally do of waking up at 630 in the morning and immediately going to jokersupdates.com and being like, oh, this person won. So wouldn't you just want to give people more access to the live thing? Probably people would watch Thursday night more if it were actually live. It's live except for the least surprising thing happens in it. Like Terrence goes home. So the one time a year you're actually doing the live thing, like you actually make the or you actually make the right business decision of like we need to put something live and juicy up against the NFL. Right. Do it for the rest of the year though. Give us live HOHs. I'm I'm pissed. I thank you so much for saying it. Let's all take a minute or no, like we don't have a minute, a couple seconds to really appreciate Brett's rant because I think we all agree. I've also found it very upsetting because it's just like so much time is wasted. And you know, we all know what segments I'm talking about. Alyssa's Sandy, Sandy bedroom floor or whatever. That was my hurricane, Sandy. (laughs) These are long segments um, about nothing. Turner... Turner's lexicon. You, I like Turner. This and ain't fact, Seinfeld, baby. This ain't a show about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around to Turner. I really like him now. I you honestly better. might that even love gonna him. Be, that boy's going to be investing in some fucking van life. <laughs> yeah. That guy's going to be putting some cool shit in his van with his 750K. And good yeah, for him. but I just would trade it all for a live HOH competition. Especially the in this past episode wasn't the worst one. The worst one, because I figured they wouldn't have time for that last HOH. Yeah. The worst one was last week when they <laughs> at first said they were gonna have it on the show. It was Dude, a two second long HOH. Two 
<laughs> that I know we talked about it already, but that really still makes yeah. me mad. I 100% agree. And I also think that the listeners of this podcast love to hear us talk about how we watch Big Brother. Not the actual content of Big Brother, but how we watch it, what temperature it is in the places it's so that hot. we watch it. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> Our process in watching Big Brother. It, the you process know, like, it's is a I eat behind the curtain. I eat an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Ooh, yummy. Maybe a little wet bandana because it's so hot. Whoa, you're like a character. It is wet us. bandana weather in LA for like a week straight. If if the BB Chella Dire Fest happened this week, like they'd be dead. Oh, no, literally, like they'd be dead. It's like so unbelievably hot right it's now. It's like anyway. Terminator 2 Judgment Day, the kids on the playground oh, when everything yeah. goes up in flames. You all know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about. That's what it's like in LA. Um do we should we back up a little bit to Wednesday? Sure, 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 sure. We got to talk about BB Comics. Yes. Yes, we do. We had questions about it. Like, this is... <laughs> this is, like, the most cursed BB Comics ever done. Like, <laughs> they just had, like, a nine-year-old be like, what's a word that rhymes with this? Yeah. It is not very good. Old McDaniel. Is that a shot at us? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. It's like, whoa, 35 is like, this banana is <laughs> turning brown here. They've made so much out of the fact that Terrence is a DJ. DJ oh Snowtime. Like, they're doing the promo. Usually... I think they wouldn't do this, but they're really doing the promotional legwork and marketing for both Terrence's DJ business and Brit's therapy business. And I'm <laughs> not interested in one of those things. You can take a guess. As to which I one. always try and consume things as if watching for the first time or as if someone, not as if I'm watching it for the first time, but like, I always like to imagine how does someone who's like never watched an episode of Big Brother, <laughs> who's like staying with, I'm staying at my mom's place tonight. I'm I'm home for the holidays. Happy yeah. holiday, happy labor holiday, happy Labor Day to happy everybody. Happy Labor holiday. That was last week, whatever. Like I'm staying <laughs> home with my folks for the, I'm gonna sit down and just watch this random episode. <laughs> and like how confused, I always try to think about like how confused would someone coming in completely fresh yeah. Would be. Like, and <laughs> I think one thing that even happened in Thursday night's episode, like during one of the, you know, before they did the eviction, you know, one of the kind of teases, like as they were going to commercial, the announcers like coming up next, you will see who goes home out of Alyssa and DJ Showtime. Like they don't even say Terrence's name. Terrence. <laughs> they just say who's going home out of Alyssa and DJ Showtime. To the point where it's like, I'm just sitting and I'm like, Wait, is his name DJ Showtime? Because <laughs> they just yeah. called her Alyssa. I mean, there's <laughs> we've discussed this Twitter account before, but there is a Twitter account called like BB Out of Context or something, oh, and yeah. they just post old clips. And they posted one today that was from BBOTT, where it's oh, Scott making a nom doing this nomination speech, and he goes, <laughs> I "Oh, Shane." 
ever since day two, when you drank the blue potion, <laughs> it's like, that's the clip. But it's like, this show, have we not learned? This show has blue potions, trees of temptation, roadkill. Uh, it's got a robot, a contestant turning into a robot for a week. What this was the, show is what crazy. was the twist where it's like, the party is coming and or something like that. Remember, it was like very early in the season. It was like, re, was season? the remix? Was it the remix? Um, and they were like, the remix it? is coming or the, I forgot what it was. And there was like, oh no, the remix is coming. And there was this big sound <laughs> effect and it was like, ah! and then like, it was like a big nothing burger and they only did it once. <laughs> It was like a very recent season. It was like BB 18. No, no. It was like definitely like post, like post BB 16. It was definitely like since we've been potting. Was it the most recent? I forgot about the blue potion. We need to talk about the Count of Monte Twisto. Oh, God. Because first of all, you put the Tree of Temptation in there, which is a big L because it's like, (laughs) don't you want everyone to forget that this was like the floppy of flops, of flop twists? It was like, nobody took any of the apples, and whoever did was like, do a somersault with your eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like such a yeah. nothing fucking, like, temp- it was like such a nothing punishment. And uh, the coaches, how come there's only two coaches? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Also, no, I get Monty's right. Like, what twists is he involved with? <laughs> None. Why? Is, yeah. Yeah. There's just, just a like, lot of think of something else. Think of something else instead of Monty. Maybe make it like Monte Cristo sandwich. I don't know. Yeah. I there's uh, but here's the thing. The Big Brother producers and I have something in common, which is we don't know much about Monty. Uh there's Correct. not much to go on. So I have to say, I feel for them a little bit. For him and Melissa. He does a really great like 1990, like early 1990s Arnold impression. You're like, okay. Right. That's pretty good. Like well, he could he could like do a Jay Leno like guy on the street segment in like sure. the nineties. <laughs> this this episode made it very clear that the producers were like, oh. One of you could actually win. We better like make sure the audience knows who you are. So they were like, give us more personality to everyone in the DRs. Everyone. Brittany was at a level 10. I needed her to take it down a notch in the DRs. That voice. We're never getting Brittany below 15 again. That voice was quavering. I couldn't handle it. It was just too much. Monty. Yeah, they were like, we got to remind people who you are and that you do fun stuff. So like, give us an impression. And then even Alyssa, I forget what she did, but she had a DR where I was like, okay, whoever produces your DRs was like, shit, she could win. We got to make sure people know who she is. (laughs) I've got to run through a few more. Abira? Because when you think of Amira, you're like, this girl, she just slams down like seven, eight pints. I mean, she's, she's watching the footy match. She's with her mates. <laughs> she's just yeah. drinking Guinness. Like a beer? Like beer? What? I that was know. wild. That was wild. Amira, who I have been saying all season, is like the most ultimate, like nothing, no personality player. It's fine. It was just like she I'm was confused. all about the game. She was just a gaming gaming bot. And then the Brittany Brit Flea thing, like 
Because she's like an insect? Because she's like... Well, that one I saw a clip of Terrence explaining she's a little parasite to Michael. That's why. Oh, okay. That actually she's almost makes sense. She's just sucking his blood. Living off of him. These these were these were weak this year. And well, the, I thought... Yeah. I liked Cat Daddy. I liked Michael's Cat Daddy. That's fun. He likes cats. Yeah. He's an and evil I liked genius. Kyle's. I thought that one was good. Because he's got a big tongue. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> he was using it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I mean, Joseph's was bad, too. Joseph's was bad. He Joseph, was shredded. Like, why was that his name? Because he's shredded. He didn't even get a pun. Like, Sprainy, like, Jasmine's was good. Oh, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, because that's something you can make fun of. I liked Turner's. Rug of War. <laughs> I like whatever Nicole's was. Like the evil fucking <laughs> chef who sucks dick. <laughs> who's, who's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Indies was bad. Honestly, you know what? I actually might like Old McDaniels the best. <laughs> Old McDaniels good. Good <laughs> Um, Yeah. Was it Brittany who said, like, oh, I, Nicole's made sense because her food fucking sucked? <laughs> Meanwhile, she's a person. She's literally a chef. She's, like, insulting her livelihood. <laughs> that guy on that, that guy on that boat in the first episode who was like, thank you, Nicole. He liked it. <laughs> he liked his, like, warm omelet on a Thursday morning. <laughs> on a dog ship. <laughs> And wasn't it she said, like, I make the best cuisine for both my women and men customers? <laughs> she said something weird. I swear. I swear. It was so weird. Uh, I got to go back and rewatch it. Um, okay. Anything else about... So, obviously, no, Michael wins. Thursday, we got to dive into the Thursday. And not only does he win, let me just say, he wins by three minutes, which is, I think, it. a significant amount. Someone posed this question on Twitter. I forget who. But they said... Is Michael that good at comps or is everyone else kind of bad? That's what I was beginning to think. If he was going to go on a run here and like probably w like win every other comp the rest of the way, I was like, I think the rest of these people are actually like legitimately bad. Like yeah. the first, I didn't totally sense that Michael was going to be the target during the double eviction. I thought Brittany was going to be the target. Oh, I bought, I was bought into the fact that Michael was not going home. I was like, they're losers. They're not going to target him. I was like, oh, I think they're just going to go after Britney, and I think Britney's just going to go home. And then it's like, fucking dive under these poles, and it's like, all right, <laughs> see you, Britney. It's like, Britney yeah. is like done, like, because like that thing starts. And you know what? Like, props to Michael, props to Monty. Like, you got to be like small to get around these things. And Michael's like 6'4, Monty's like 6'2. Yeah. These guys are fucking massive and they, they were boys. like doing flips and doing all that stuff you would think that that would actually be a comp that might benefit like an Alyssa or a turner more someone mm -hmm. who's a little bit like smaller in mass Alive. smaller in size low to the mm -hmm. ground can get up and down really quickly it's like michael came pretty damn close um and monty uh, you know obviously won and i was like <laughs> fucking but i was like Brittany, good job, good job, good luck, you know. Yeah. We'll see you next year. Yeah. I was really on the edge of my seat this whole time. 
because I was convinced that when Turner won HOH and he went into the room with Alyssa and he told Alyssa, like, I'm putting you up, but Britney's the target. Don't worry. Don't worry. I was screaming at my screen. I was like, you idiots, you losers. How could you do this? This is such, this is the dumbest move in Big Brother history to have the perfect opportunity to backdoor Michael and not do it. And so, and I, I really don't think Turner wanted to. I think he gave in. Well, I, I was a little, I was a little confused because I, I mean, they showed this on the show of like, okay, there's this like kind of tentative guys final three and how they would, how they would do the next week. If one of them won was Turner doesn't want to nominate Alyssa. So if he won HOH, he'd nominate Brittany and Taylor. Monty doesn't want to nominate Taylor. So he would nominate Brittany and Alyssa. Michael wouldn't want to na- nominate Brittany. So he would do Taylor and, and, um, Alyssa. So I actually thought that was kind of what was going to happen. Maybe because I'm foolish enough to actually watch the live, watch the like broadcast and believe Uh that that's like what's happening in the house. Um, So that doesn't happen, but he puts up Alyssa instead. I'm like, okay, this still kind of jives with like Monty and Turner's goal of like getting out a girl and getting out someone close to Michael. So this all kind of makes sense to me. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Brittany would go home on the double eviction. Like, this all makes sense. Right. And then Monty wins the veto, and he's like, girl, I'm taking you down. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Who's he going to put up? Taylor? And then then Monty's like, we're going to take the shot. We're going to take the shot. And I'm like, oh, boy. This is – oh, this is uh, is it. Like, Michael's just done right now. And it's sad because he's such a great player, but it's like (laughs) – this he's, is he's also such a magnificent target. Like you have, you have exactly. to do it. You, you know what? Like we've talked about on the show a lot the last couple of weeks. Like I said that, like I was not seeing many outcomes for my for Michael. And I really I didn't. See, you insisted that he you was going to win. You even tweeted like yesterday morning <laughs> that he was going to win on our account. My credibility, <laughs> my credibility. I had so much. <laughs> I was really like just not I was like as good as he is as, at comps, he can't win every comp. And and then seeing the veto the the I'm sorry, the jury segment, I was like, oh, I think this is actually gonna be really held against him with probably like three to four to five people who are who are really gonna be understandably quite upset about how that Kyle thing went down and saying that Michael sort of is not of equal blame, but of a different lesser flavor of blame mm-hmm. and also needs to investigate how he handled that situation in a different way. But I was just really not seeing it from Michael. And listen, I'm, I'm bummed cause Michael is such a good player, but you know what? Like Janelle hasn't won either. Like a lot of our yeah. favorite players haven't won. Michael is like, instantly goes into like the upper echelon of great bb players and when you're a great bb player it's really hard to win like it's hard to, you know like sometimes sometimes being really good at this game and actually winning the game is to be like an a minus big brother player who can kind of like hang around a little bit yeah and if you're an a plus player like people recognize that so you know 
it was it was sad to be like, oh no, this is it with Michael, like because he was just such a joy to watch. Exactly. He was. But the not show's only gonna be over in two player. weeks, so you know. Yeah, it's it's fine. He wasn't just a great player. He was a great character. Like I tweeted, such good casting. He was so watchable. Like if there, I don't think we need an All-Stars anytime soon. In fact, I really hope we don't get one. We need more time to build up more people like this. Like he's truly one of a kind. He's fun to watch till the very last second he was on screen. He was fun to watch. Yeah. And what I'll say is the reason I was so convinced that he was going to win wasn't because of comp wins necessarily, but because of the incredible willingness to play a game till the very last second. And what I thought was actually a very compelling pitch, I was like, oh my God, would Taylor or Alyssa actually fall for this? Like, would they actually buy this? Because I thought he made some great points when he was like, listen, this isn't going to go on your resume. These guys are going to get all the credit for this. They're going to, and they're going to win all the comps going forward and they're going to get you out. Use me as your shield. I was like, actually, that's a good argument. He was, <laughs> he was so good to the end because that, that does make sense. Yeah. And to get to the most iconic thing, like... I've ever seen. He and Brittany have been attached at the hip <laughs> for two months. Yes. Brittany doesn't fucking blink those big blue eyes. I think she has brown eyes. She doesn't blink those eyes without Michael's permission. And Michael took her and he was like, Terrence. Get the biggest fucking bus you got. And he <laughs> throws her under it. <laughs> and her face as the most intense relationship she's had for, for months, like the yep. only person she has, completely fucking backstabs her. Stabs her in the back. Stabs her in the front. Et tu brute. Stabs her fucking 76 times. This is amazing. This was amazing. That's what you should. That's what you should do. That's I think Brittany and wanted. Michael are going to be friends. But this is how you play Big Brother. You don't. Mm -hmm. You don't dress up in your nicest suit when you know you're going home when everyone else is wearing the sweatpants and you're like, <laughs> "Glory to God, glory to my Instagram page." I had a great Follow. I had a great summer. I feel like I made a bunch of friends here. No. You say. I want to come after all these people and my best friend in this house who I would have done anything for. You mean nothing to me. <laughs> you mean you. fucking less than nothing to me. You are, you are just a fucking piece of, you're a, you're a flea. You're one piece of the checkerboard that just fell under the couch to me. Cause I'm fucking, yeah. I'm ruthless and I want 750 K and I would backstab my mother. And that's what I want to see. I 100% loved this. I was, again, I I was cackling. I was giggling maniacally. In fact, I need to go back and rewatch because oh I was just God. so excited and loving it every second of it that I didn't even really hear all the details of what he said. I know he tried to, he sort of blew up her game saying like he knows that she made final twos with everyone or whatever But everyone it is. else knows She's, that too. Like yeah. every, everyone else like recognized that and reported that to him. Like that was you know, part of the gaming of this week of like, but even he knew that, like he even said in the last episode, like Brittany's kind of spinning out a little bit and like kind of dropping some information to people and making some deals with people like that. She's kind of reporting back to him, but I love it. That's Sorry, what Brittany honey. does. 
Yeah. If it's between you and me, you got to go. That's what he was thinking. For sure. Brittany was from the from week one. We saw it. We we feared it in Michael because we were like, oh, is this guy like so completely socially awkward that he can't function in this game? Granted, right. he got past that. But we did see that in Brittany. The moment she got in Pooch's palace or whatever the hell the, the thing was, like you saw this fear in her eyes and how she like how she handled every communication. It was like she was she was gonna blow up someone's game because of her anxiety. And yeah. like that was gonna happen whether she became BFFs with Michael or BFFs with Taylor or BFFs with Paloma, I don't know. Like <laughs> that's what she was gonna do, and it played out in the most poetic way possible. And that was gonna be her downfall. Like I don't, from very early on, like I didn't see like Brittany is winning this game. If Brit, you know, Brittany can win this game. If Brittany's gonna win like two or three HOHs and a veto here, and like put together some sort of like all girls alliance that like takes out these guys, which isn't going to happen. But like, if she did, no. sure, she could win. But like, I find it very unlikely that she's going to win now. And that was her fatal flaw. And Michael, as good as he was, he didn't listen to Brittany. Hashtag yeah. Brittany was right. He should have <laughs> gone after Turner this week. He yeah. felt this moral obligation to stay true to these promises. Turner made promises as well. But you know who's sitting in the house? Turner. And you know who's sitting outside? Michael. So mm -hmm. as good as Michael is, we love Michael. You know, BB All-Stars 3 when, you know, or Captain's Seasons with like Tiffany and, and, and Michael. Make it happen. Love to see it. But like, he did misplay. He did. He misplayed two major elements in the game. He misplayed yeah. the Kyle thing. Which was a short-term good play, but long-term, like, possibly what the him. fuck thing. I mean, but if he didn't do it, he was going to get voted out last week anyways. And then he misplayed the Turner thing. He got back in power. He had the opportunity. He knew that there was a backstage, a backdoor plan against him instigated by Turner. But he was like, yeah, I made this deal. I, I can't, you know. Yeah. We love him. But he did, he did make two. He did make at least one pretty fatal mistake in the game. For sure. And that's honestly another reason to love him is like he played hard, but he played a little messy, too. It wasn't a picture perfect like Xavier type game where he was like a quiet, he, even though he is a quiet lawyer, he wasn't like afraid of making a messy move. Yeah. And so that's what made him all the more fun to watch. I want to go back to Brit. Hell yeah. Brit. I think I see a path for honestly everyone in the house to win, even Alyssa. Who? Alyssa? I know. You know what? Here's the thing though. I think Alyssa, you can get you can give her the 50k or whoever's second place. I think Alyssa is almost, almost guaranteed to get to yeah. final two. <laughs> yeah. But very low chance of winning. Well, I think Alyssa could win against Brit. I think that's the only one where it's like kind of a 50-50. Did but you I, see the pure look of absolute disgust? Bussing disgusting. From our mentee. <laughs> On Jasmine, Indy, and I dare say perhaps even Joseph's face 
when they were watching, when they were doing the jury segment and they watched something and they saw Brit, they hate Britney. Like they really oh, yeah. do not like her. Indy so, said, I don't want to see Britney ever again in my life. Yeah. That's wild, but I'm here for it. First of all, like, of course, like we see the best version of Indy here on oh, yeah. the, the no stakes jury house. I'm eating ice cream, eyes. eating ice cream straight out of the Hagen's eyes in a pool. <laughs> With the label turned Shut. away from the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was Hagen's eyes. Yeah, I did too. It was I like a strawberry it. or something like fruity. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was a lighter like a, flavor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was not for coffee. Sure. It was not chocolate. Oh my God. Coffee, chip, Hagen dazs Now that's what you, now that's what you eat when it's 106 degrees. <laughs> We don't get a lot of Hagen dazs flavors here in Canada. We only oh, get the basics. Wow. So we get coffee, but we do not get coffee chip. You think King Chucky the Third is going to bring that over? <laughs> he better if he wants to be remembered fondly at all. <laughs> He's right now very low on the royal books for me. Um, yeah, she. I guess we can jump into talking about Jerry a little bit. I think we need to talk about it. Like it's. I think we need to talk about it because I. I was. Uh, it started off like, oh, God, this is going to be boring. And then it turned into, like, Matthew McConaughey smoking a cigarette. Like, <laughs> whoa, this is quite compelling television. It was compelling because it was very uncomfortable. So Indy's alone. Who cares? Then Jasmine joins. She does a very light, very light hobble. Very there light. was no boot. There wasn't even an ace bandage. I said this. The moment she leaves the house, she's going to be like miracle cured. But she looks great and I missed her. I missed her. Also, Jasmine made like a bet with herself to see how many times she could say $750,000. Like she said it so many times. She was very specific about the prize money. Joseph comes in, whatever. And here's why I don't think this was like... Obviously, it's staged. There's, like, cameras there. Like, they're not performing to nothing. There's, like, guys there with cameras. It's not like uh-huh. Big Brother where the cameras are all robotic. There's just, like, some guy named Vinny there. And he, like, lives in Reseda. Like, he's just there with the camera. Yeah. Because Kyle comes in and Kyle looks like his dog just died. <laughs> and he's like, hey, his, guys, yeah. I'm racist. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he's like, <laughs> hey, guys. And Indy and Jasmine are like kind of whatever. They're like, oh, you know, you know, kind of happy to see him, kind of not happy to see him. Joseph was fucking screwed by Kyle last week. Joseph yeah. is pissed. And Joseph is like cackling. And he's like, what happened? Did one of your best friends like stab you in the back? And he's like so animated because he wants to know yeah. what happened to Kyle. And Kyle keeps being like, yeah, some stuff from outside of the game kind of played in. And it was kind of kind of bigger than that. And Joseph doesn't quite let it go and doesn't <laughs> quite get the gravity of what Kyle yeah. is saying. And he just thinks like some wild in-game stuff happened. And it was kind of only in the game. And then it's not until Kyle's admission five minutes later where Joseph is like, oh, holy shit. This really sucks and I'm actually quite upset now. Yeah. That's why I didn't believe it was like totally staged because Joseph was... Joseph didn't understand the tone of it to begin with and he he was coming into it like pretty raw and fresh from my perspective. 
I think they didn't know the specifics, but I think they absolutely were told by production, like someone is coming in and for what they say, we need you guys to have really big reactions. And I think so. Joseph oh. was like, all right, great. I can have a big oh. reaction to Kyle getting stabbed in the back. Like, yeah. I think that's the way it yeah. went down. Like, I don't think they said Kyle's coming. I don't think they said anything about race. No, but I think they were like, we need huge reactions. So that happens. And then, Indy and Jasmine were taken off guard as well. But immediately, Indy's like, I got to make my TV moment. Yes. I, she said, have big reactions. So she Get the wine walks glass. off. She walks off. You guys, this was so lame. This was like, I said to Brett, straight out of Housewives Reunion 101. Oh, you're going to walk away? Guess what? No one misses you when you walk away. So actually, stay away. Do you know who's care. not on TV when you walk away? Yeah. Exactly. It's a stupid move. It's like it, it, it happens every housewife's reunion. Someone walks away because they can't handle it. They're so mad or whatever. It's And then they always come crawling back. And the, I just thought this was very staged as well because, and again, we know it's on TV, so it's staged to some degree. But like the the arc of like, we can't believe it. Actually, we can. How could you? You're horrible. You need to learn from this. We trust that you can learn from it. You'll always be our friend. <laughs> Those beats happened so quickly upon Kyle's entrance and explanation of this thing that I was like, this is absolutely too much. Like, I just couldn't believe it. There was, there was some sort of pre-production. There was some sort of like, I don't know what what production could have done or said, but to make it so that I, I know that they were like, we need this to have a happy ending. So whatever information you guys get, you know, have your big reactions, lay it all out on the table. But remember, we love each other and you guys are all going to go on tour after this to Vegas nightclubs, <laughs> so yeah. like whatever it is. So don't don't uh, don't get too mad. Come at it with forgiveness, something, because they all pretty much forgave him immediately and like you said they all sort of were dogs of the bone with the michael and brit timing of it all and i've said this before in this episode but i was speaks to my my whiteness and my ignorance <laughs> i was really surprised not by how upset and frustrated indy jasmine and joseph were that's very understandable, but that they called out the Michael element of it and they had the same reaction as Terrence of being like, wait, the timing of this doesn't make sense. And it really soured them on Michael. Like, I just didn't see that. I didn't see that. I coming. called it. I knew it was coming. And, now, and I told you to, if Terrence said it, that they would take him seriously because it's Terrence saying it. <laughs> just want to pat myself okay. on the back. <laughs> I I was surprised at that and I literally wrote down this is before Michael went home I was like I have a very hard time seeing Michael win the game right now um mm -hmm. even, like unless he was there with Brittany we're we're talking Jasmine Indy Joseph Terrence are just no votes on Michael that's that's four of five votes needed to whoever Michael is sitting next to um and so I, I really didn't see, I just really didn't see like an outcome for Michael there. And I, I thought it was a really important jury segment for that reason. And despite the many ways that he was doing really good jury management, 
I think will definitely be interesting to watch the jury segment next week. Oh my god! When Terrence Jasmine and, and Indy right and Joseph after. and Terrence, who's been <laughs> the most vocal of being like this fucking doesn't make sense and this sucks and this stinks in a different way they're gonna have the conversation with michael about it and michael will be able to defend it and and you know i trust michael to you know michael always handles himself pretty well and um it's gonna be really interesting like this is not this is not over yet um but i, I thought it was a sometimes jury segment is like fun because it's like stupid stuff of like yeah the Airbnb that they're staying in. And this was like, <laughs> this was, this was wild. And it had implications for the game, especially if Michael was going to stay in it. She didn't obviously, but it was excellent. It was a great jury segment. And it really was sometimes TV makes you uncomfortable and feel, um, feel feelings that they're, you're not used to feeling when you're watching a show about, uh, someone becoming head of household by winning a key, that they stuck their face into a pie for. <laughs> but we love it for that. We love Big Brother for that. So you're right. It's going to be the next couple of jury segments are also going to be very fun. We didn't really give Terrence his flowers. There's not much to say uh, about his eviction. It was pretty predetermined. He went out. Yes. Oh, no, go for it. I did have a thing. Uh, I was just going to say, he went out in the style of Daniel, as he said himself, which I thought was very funny. He loves Daniel. That was so funny. <laughs> like, the PR person is going to be like, hey, hey you don't, you don't want to be like shouting at Daniel as your guy. <laughs> but um, he it's like someone who got he, It's like someone who gets out of like a time, like maybe someone was stuck in like a, a frozen block of ice for like 30 years. And they're like, you know, who's like an up and coming like New York businessman is like DJT. And you're like, oh, no, 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 not him. No. <laughs> no, he's bad. He's, um, he's not just like at Knicks games anymore. It's worse. No, um, he's, yeah, we got a lot I of I did now. think it was really interesting because, ter- again, we've, Terrence has been like pretty like skeptical of Michael and pretty challenging yeah. to Michael because of what happened with the Kyle thing. And in his thing with JCM, She's like, so what's your plan in Vita in uh, jury? Uh, and I was like, I, th- I thought he was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to make everyone believe that Michael was fucking evil and shit. And he's like, I want to take Taylor. I want to see Taylor come right behind me. And he's like still <laughs> yeah. anti-Taylor after all this shit. After being so vocally too. against Michael and all this stuff going on. He's like, yeah, well, fuck Taylor. <laughs> what the fuck? Terrence, what the No, but not only that, what I thought what was so hell, funny <laughs> is that Ju- Julie says, she's like, you've, you clearly hate Michael, but is there anything about his game that you like? Like that was the question essentially. Mm, yeah. And I was like so impressed by Terrence because he was like, oh, I absolutely love the way Michael's been playing the game with such tenacity. Like, I was like, oh, maybe he won't be a bitter juror the way he's talking about. He was like really giving Michael his props. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was like, so who do you want to see come after you? And yeah, he's like, Taylor, fucker. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? That truly came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was wild. (laughs) That was was wild to me. Um, Yeah. But I don't think he's going to get his wish. Should we get into spoilers and questions and stuff? Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's yeah. do spoilers first. I don't think, well, there's a little bit to spoil. Um, Monty is your new HOH. Um, mm-hmm. Do you not think this is good for Brittany and Taylor? I would imagine that they're going to be the nominees. 
Um, There hasn't been, I I have, to be honest, I was up till 11 p.m. (laughs) Schwitzen. I haven't been able to work this morning. I I haven't had much of an ability to keep up on like what the nomination plans and stuff have been. There's been a lot of, been a lot of feeds, but um, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Alyssa and I think they're going to have, they're going to do basically what they did at Double Eviction. They're going to, Alyssa's just the pawn princess. Um, pineapple prawn princess. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just going to be up because then they can backdoor, or I guess you can't backdoor anymore, actually. Never mind. But, um, yeah, I think they're going to put up Alyssa and Brit and Brit's the target is what I believe. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Like, just get rid of Brittany. However, I, Monty- I do, like, if I were them, like, wouldn't Taylor be, like, the bigger threat at this I point? I would think so, too. Because Brittany just feels like she has so little, like, chance to win the game. Yeah, I Not actually think that you'd want, you, you want, you want to be sitting next to Alyssa or Britt at the end. You don't want to be sitting next to anyone else. So anyone else is who you should be getting out. Yeah, Monty, Turner, Taylor, like, seem like the... Seem like we'll have a winner out of one of those three. Yeah. But we'll see that, yeah, the nomination ceremony has not happened yet. Every week around this time, I'm like, oh, there's no way it can be, it can continue to be good. And I will say, I didn't watch any feeds last week because I was like, there's no way this is interesting. Like, Michael is HOH. I know Alyssa or Terrence is going home. Who cares? Um, feeds always And yet drop it ended off. up being a great yeah. week. Feeds do drop off around this time. Like, there's less people, yeah. less, you know. It's just kind of like, let's just play out the comps. Like, everyone knows what yeah. to do at this point. This is when you really, this is when I truly become the casual butterfly that I am. I morph into a casual plus. We've got other stuff to watch. Viewer. Yeah. Orphan first a- kill. New season <laughs> of Survivor starts in like two weeks. The cast has been announced. We haven't even like done, dove into that yet. I know we have to, we have a lot to do for, but first let's get to some comments and questions. So this wasn't a specific comment or question for the podcast, but I wanted to bring it up. Brett posted a little video he edited (laughs) to our Twitter account featuring a guest starring cameo by none other than Brett himself. And it received a lot of love on Twitter. It's very good, but people, the people wanted to know what your skincare regime was, Brett. And Danny, I'm going to say the exact same thing now that I said when you texted me last night. You're like, people want to know. What's the skincare routine? And I'm going to say this verbatim. I'm a man. None. But a lot men, of men do have skincare routines. I would say, many, I'm, not, I'm not speaking for all of them. <laughs> email isn't a monolith. I True. don't want to speak for, of course men have. You go on, You go on Amazon now and they're like, Guide charcoal mask, dude mask. <laughs> and it's yeah, like the mask that Bateman. women wear, but for dudes, it's black. <laughs> um, they have those. I look at them, I'm like, mm, maybe, maybe. Like, I here's the thing, man. I would say of a, a large, I would say a majority of men, though, don't do anything with like, I mean, I shower, I bathe, I make sure my face is clean. You're not like Turner. I'm not like Turner. You I make sure I'm cl- like I ba- oh I love a shower. I make sure mm-hmm. I bathe. Make sure I'm using soap. Make sure I'm using shampoo, conditioner. But Do you I- use soap on your face? Yeah, a little bit. 
I also can't. Do you, you know moisturize? I, I don't moisturize my face. <laughs> I, well, I do have like, so I have like a bar of soap that has like some natural like exfoliants in it. It's like a little bit, it's like oh, a little bit wow, scrubby. It it's like a little bit scrubby, mm-hmm. but I don't scrub my face with the no. scratchy bar of soap. You're gentle. No, but I also have like a liquid, like a liquidy soap that like is more mm-hmm. of like a body wash that I'll use for some other areas. Like, yeah, I have like the, I have the, the, the scrubber on a stick, you know, just to get wow. my back, to get my back. Got to, got to deal with that. And then I'll maybe it's use a little bit on the, on the face. You know, men like to say they don't have a routine and then suddenly it's revealed that they have an exfoliating body wash. <laughs> they have a gentle face cleanser. They have a loofah on a stick. Yeah, I right. Got, and then like, I put oil in my beard. I use a beard oil. <laughs> so you are moisturizing. Oil is a moisturizer. But I don't put it on my, my skin. It still absorbs if you're putting it on your beard. It absorbs yeah. whether you're putting but it on the rest of your skin I put it on the facial parts. It doesn't matter. It's absorbent. I don't use moisturizer. I do. I got a tattoo this summer and I use it on the tattoo because like you got to keep the tattoo moist. But <laughs> Is the brand of your stuff Aesop? No. Okay. I went into the Aesop store in Santa Monica because I was like I was running low on beard oil and like the beard yeah. oil I like to use like it went out of, went out of print or whatever. And I was like, uh-huh. I'm in the Aesop store. Gotta go. And I was like, do you guys have beard oil for men? And they were like, yeah. And they pulled up some fucking tiny drawer and it was like a tiny vial <laughs> for like $100. And it smelled like nothing. And I was like, "Yeah, classic Aesop. Yes. Sharks, I'm out. And I did not make the purchase. <laughs> I'm an Aesop girly. Um, all right. Well, thank you for sharing <laughs> yep. your skincare go. regime routine to everyone. So let's get to some more comments and questions. Uh, from why <laughs> Revel Scum, Turner telling him to tell everyone to be down. All you need is two votes, bro. Who is everyone? I just wanted to save this comment because I was laughing last night as I was watching this. Turner was like so stressed about doing this big move. Yeah. And was like, everyone has to be down. I I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, it's two votes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can whip two votes. To get you already have them. You have Monty out. and Alyssa. Yeah, You're exactly. taking down. Alyssa's going to do, you know, do whatever, you know. But Turner was stressing from Eliz Tomps. Just an amazing effort, to be honest. And a casual under the bus throw at the end. You'd love to see it. I agree, Elizabeth. It was it was just perfect television. Lizzie Reed said it was so fulfilling to see a true super fan live his mermaid dream. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm going to be really sad to no longer have Michael living his mermaid fantasy. But it was great. Sir Duke said, this is easily the best season since I started watching back in 18. Yep, it is the best season. I even whoever wins, I don't care if Alyssa wins. It's the best season. This this has to be. This is the best season. I don't know since like ten or twelve, like something like that. Some of those kind of like early teens seasons, like and that's BB seventeen was great, and I think this is better than BB seventeen. Yeah, I think that they should not do. I know people want to see people come back, but just remember. Remember what happened to Paul? When the people you love come back, they change, they're different, they become villains. 
I think we should just keep having these fresh casts of all new players, half fans, half recruits. Like, don't mess with the magic. Let's keep this ball rolling because it has been such a hit. From It's Matt Steele, you know Michael has had that exit planned in his head for years. King. Yes. Yeah, we didn't even say the last little part of Michael's exit. He goes, he basically is like, hold that thought. (laughs) I have something to say. And then he just leaves without saying anything. No hugs, no goodbyes, no holding the door. It was just short and sweet. We loved it. Chelsea Quinn. What's up, Chelsea? Michael's exit, iconic or corny? Uh, I I just wish he had actually said something as he walked out the door. No. Iconic. It is iconic. It is not corny. And I love an ambiguous ending. I love an ambiguous ending. No country for old men. Tommy Lee is just standing there like rambling about, I had a dream about my father. And the movie just (laughs) ends. You're like, what the fuck? This is some Cormac McCarthy shit. Yeah, Javier. I love love just like, just end it. Just end it. Sopranos. Cut to black. Lost in translation. We'll never know what, what she whispered whisper? in his ear. What he and whisper? you don't need to know. <laughs> it's between them. It's a private conversation. <laughs> BB fan Aaron said, do a hot or not for the jury house outfits. Um, easy. Indy's matching black gym set is a knot. I am not into these. She's working all summer. But Pardon? she was wearing like a kind of like a light blue dress later for the for the main part of it. Dress nice, matching set. Jasmine no on everything. Down. No, Jasmine Joseph, hot on everything. Joseph, I'd say with like the tight the tight black skinny jeans and the and the kind of like beige shirt. The I thought that looked, shirt. I thought it looked, looked nice. It looked good, nice. I will I say, wish I, I could thought pull it off. Joseph looked like he de-aged like 10 years already in the jury house. I was like, he looks like a child. He was out in the sun. <laughs> he was getting burnt all week. He looked like those people who live in Florida who they're like bright red yeah. and they're like, give us a kiss. He really looked, he, he looked 20 years old. I was like, this kid should not be on TV. He's too young. Um, from Matt May 81, was BB Comics the worst it's ever been? Most of them didn't make sense. Or they were just straight up lazy. At least we got some awkward posing by the house guests at the start of each round. Looking at you, Brittany, since we no longer have a proper HG intro. Is is production petty for no Paloma comic? A lot of questions, a lot of comments in this one tweet. (laughs) But I will say, um, I, yeah, I'll say it was, it was the worst it was ever been. Is production petty? They are petty. They drove Paloma to madness. They couldn't give her a little comic. What are they going to do? Like crazy Paloma. (laughs) (laughs) Paloma Uh, went home. Guys, guys, if you want to see Paloma, you got to watch Paramount Plus, like the first three episodes of Big Brother. Because your girl (laughs) is not going to be on the finale in two weeks. (laughs) And by guys, we mean Daniel. The people who really miss Paloma, even though I loved her. Uh, then finally, Lizzie Reed said, you've got to talk about how Julie was having to read off the card oh in Lord. her hand at the beginning to only say, welcome to Big Brother. I'm Julie Chen Moonves. I know the teleprompter prom- probably froze, but it's like she forgot her own name. Yeah, it I, was very weird. I wanted to call this out. Thank you so much for writing this. And I wanted, I wrote it down. I was like, she completely Ron Burgundy'd herself. Like, <laughs> what? Like, she was like literally reading the, her, the name of the show in her name. 
Because then she turns to the camera and the other camera is like, the prompter is working fine. And it's like, that's the harder stuff. Amazing. It was like, it was, um, it was live, baby. It set us up perfectly for that first hour of TV where I was like, this is going to be a real Bush League mess. Was this week one? Oh, was this week? This is also from Lizzie Reed. Was this week one of the most wild weeks on Twitter? Don't really worry, darling. Drama. The Queen's death. BB double eviction episode. <laughs> for us, BB, for us BB fans whose interests really lies in the middle of all three of those things. Yes, it was a wonderful week. A wonderful week. Um, I was telling a friend that 2022 has had some re- really good like individual Twitter days. Yesterday was one of them. When Chris Rock got slapped was one of them. Oh, that was great. And like, there have been some other good ones, but like, I don't know. This It's been pretty good. Like, there was the whole dark Brandon day when Brandon gave everybody $20,000. And <laughs> like, there's some good stuff and like, with less bad stuff, which is good. I'm not saying yeah. the world is fixed. It's not. But I'm it's saying like, not. we've had some really hilarious Twitter days and not too many like, Oh, Lord. I know. I miss, I really miss the fun Twitter days. So it's been a nice nostalgic. Yeah, nostalgic. Um, And then Marco, Spicy Marco wants to know Survivor preview when? Soon. I don't know. How about two two weeks when Survivor starts? The cast um, has been announced. So there's content to go off of, but we need to finish BB first, I think. We need to keep things clear. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see in like next week if maybe there's time to to do that as well. Or, if, but if not, we'll do it when Survivor starts. Survivor starts in like two weeks, so it starts once. I think it's like Big the same Brothers night. Over. Yeah, it's like the night, the same yeah. night or the next night or something like that. So, yeah, no breaks, no breaks for us. Like, when are we going to do the Don't Worry Darling pod? Like, never. I gotta see Don't Worry Darling. I'm telling you right now, I will be seeing it. I don't care about Rotten Tomatoes 30%. I don't it was care. It's 42 today. So someone, someone came go. from the top rope with a, with a 10 Sparky out of 10. <laughs> Five stars. Richard Roper. I have no, no qualms about sending my money to see that in oh, theaters. I, I, I will gotta support see, it. I gotta see this movie. <laughs> I don't wanna. Thank I gotta. You. Gotta. Gotta have it. Thank you all for your questions, your comments, your interests. And thank you. I want to give a big thank you to all of our listeners who have taken the note and really dialed back sending us GIFs. Oh, I've noticed that. recently that we have gotten way less GIFs. Now we're going to get ton. We're going to get a ton now. <laughs> now every well. jokester is going to send us a GIF. <laughs> well, I'm not going to acknowledge them. Uh, oh, I'm no, acknowledging the people who not. who listened and took and bettered themselves. That's corny. Really. That's corny is a gift. <laughs> Go to old McDaniel Island with your gifts. <laughs> so thank you all. You can email us, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. You can tweet us, heyjuliebb on Twitter. This game's not over yet, honey. It's not. There's still a lot It's left. only just begun. And we'll be here. Yeah, so that that's it for us. Bye, Julie. Bye, Julie. And Danielle, I have one thing to say to you. Yeah. <laughs>